This is Gary W. Johnson, a.k.a. The Venice Gentleman, coming to you today with something that might inspire you, empower you, and motivate you to be a better version of yourself. I'm actually here in Atlanta. I've got some things that I'm doing here in Atlanta. I'm getting ready to talk to a young lady. She's actually not in Atlanta, and she's not from Atlanta. But we're getting ready to have a conversation with this young lady right now. And uh, so uh, we're going to get this started. So how are you today? I'm fine. How are you, Gary? I am doing fantastic. Thank you. Uh, enjoying the weather in Atlanta and enjoying being here. Uh, so uh, just taking care of some business and visiting a few friends. Uh, that sounds good to me. Right. So tell me, uh, how old are you? I am 37. 37. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, are you married? You're single? Uh, I'm single. You're single. Okay. Yes. Never been married before? Uh, never been married, but I've been engaged. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. Well, how long did the engagement last? Uh, the engagement only lasted about a few months, but we were in a relationship for about almost 12 years. Wow. Okay, 12 years. Okay. Now, being in a relationship for 12 years, um, during those 12 years, I mean, did you live under the same roof? Uh, Yes. Okay. So, in a relationship for 12 years, how many years would you say you lived under the same roof? Um, I would say 11 out of those 12 years. We only had broken up one time. Okay. Well, you know, that sounds like you uh, uh, had some kind of love going on for someone that you would be with that long. I mean, it's not like you fly by night. Uh, Did you all have any children together? Yeah, we had two children. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, what are the ages of your children now? Uh, 11 and 8. 11 and 8. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, boys, girls? One of each. The best of both worlds. I have a boy and a girl. That is the best of both worlds. Honestly <laughs> yeah. and realistically, <laughs> that's the best of both worlds. Uh, you know, I, uh, I was married uh, for 20 years and uh, three children uh, from that marriage. And uh, I got married at a very young age, but, uh, you know, with me being, you know, uh, such a young guy and coming out of high school and getting married, uh, there were certain things that I hadn't experienced in life. And with me having children, well, I had to change my whole mindset. And, you know, from being a teenager to uh, now I'm a man, you know, and not having any children before it's like this was like a new thing for me but at the same time you know i I was proud and my first child uh was a girl my second child was a boy and my third child a girl and so that extension of love it helped me grow into my manhood because now i've got to deal with other things emotionally and i can't be selfish because now i'm a provider not just for my wife but for my children. Mm-hmm. So with uh, uh, you and this guy, 
you know, having the children and everything, uh, was it something that was with you that you didn't get married or was it something with him? Uh, it was with me. Uh, my mindset at that time, I had already graduated college. Um, I was living on my own. And um, for me, I just, marriage was never my thing. Uh, it didn't become my thing until later on down the line. I just always felt like if I get tired of you, I got to sign paperwork and I don't want to go through all that. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's where I was. I was mentally. Um, and I wanted to get everything done for myself. You know, I wanted to make sure, I, I guess I was too much of an independent woman, I guess, um, because I wouldn't, I guess, be as, I wouldn't let him be the man too much of the house, if that made sense. Uh, that makes sense. And it's not an isolated case uh, that happens where uh, women, uh, they don't allow the man to uh, really gain uh, his full manhood. I mean, he's a man, but if you're like kind of holding him back uh, and not giving him like all of his powers uh, to be a man and to be in his manhood, well, then with things like that, uh, it can kind of wear on a man whereas he's like getting to a point sometime when he wants to stop trying because it's like uh, a man kind of wants to be, since he's supposed to be a provider and a protector, you know, he kind of wants to be like a man that can walk around with his chest out and it's feel like, uh, well, my my wife, uh, 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 she's not wearing the pants in the family, you know, even though both of you are going to contribute because it's a partnership, you know, but at the same time, yeah. if a woman, you know, wants to take charge and take more control and she's been used to doing certain things on her own and she don't allow the man to uh, meet his full potential, well, then that can wear on a man. And let me share this with you also. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know if you were ever uh, around uh, with you just being 37 years old, any <laughs> like farms where they had like chickens and roosters or anything like that. But even if you were never around anything like that, do you ever remember seeing something like on TV or a commercial where when the sun comes up in the morning that the rooster crows? Yes. Okay. Now, the rooster is there with the hens, okay? Now, the hens know that the sun is coming up also, but the hens let the rooster crow, and the rooster's walking around with his chest out and everything, he's strutting around. You know, those hens, they allowed that rooster to be the rooster, and like women, allow man to be a man and let him contribute and do things so he can feel comfortable in being a man. Yeah, I can, I can respect that. And um, I allowed, uh, well, I can say I allowed him to be himself, but I think I was introducing him to a new environment. He was more of a streets guy and I was more of, I had my streets and I also had my professional side. And throughout our relationship, we ended up building businesses together. Um, so that ended up helping him and helping me throughout that time. It changed him. He did actually a completely, a whole 360. This was the same man who I would never catch wearing uh, suits and collared shirts. You see him today, that's what he'll wear. <laughs> He's okay, definitely so you, different. So you kind of introduced him to a, another facet of life. Uh, yes. You introduced him to... Uh, 
some more intellect and in what you've been in college and going to college and doing the things that you were doing and aspiring to, you know, grow in certain areas. Well, that uh, helped groom him to be a different man and not be so streetwise. And, you know, even though he can't forget about the things that he learned and the challenges that he had on the streets, but at the same exactly. time, he did that 360 because of what he felt for you. And he saw that, hey, look, you know what? This is not that bad, you know? So it helped him grow in that area. Uh, I think that's a real good thing because you have a lot of people that's out there, they don't realize you got young people out there looking at you, young men looking at you. If you're sagging and doing all this and, you know, talking in slang and using profanity and disrespecting yourself, disrespecting others, well, you know, people are looking at that too. You know, just like you got young guys that watch, you know, some of these rappers and everything and, you know, rappers, you know, got all this uh, mm -hmm. diamonds in their mouth and gold and their pants are sagging down and they got all this jewelry and everything trying to look rich and all this other stuff. And some of them may have a lot of money, but you got young guys that's going to be looking at you. Somebody's always watching you and they might try to emulate you. But if you leave those streets and you do that 360, you're not sagging. You're wearing suits now. Well, now someone else is watching you that is being inspired by your lifestyle. And some may have seen you when you were on the streets and then you changed your life and did that 360. So exactly. I, I applaud you. I applaud you for, for doing that for him because when you do that for him, someone else is going to benefit from that. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is that is definitely true. Um, he thanked me for it, even though we're not together any longer. Uh, he he we, we make it work for the sake of our children. We co-parent. But I mean, it, it kind of works itself out. So, I mean, I thank him for teaching me different aspects and we brought different things to the table to help raise each other's bars. So I definitely appreciate all that that I've learned. I never take a relationship as anything bad. I take everything as a lesson. And that's a good thing. Now, uh, okay, so do you think there's any kind of way that you're going to have a future where you want to get married? Or uh, is that kind of off the table now? No, I still have a future. I mean, if if I was never introduced to it the way that I was, um, I mean, I, I finally had gotten into it. So it was like, yes, I finally know what it's like to have that feeling of excitement to you know, go try on wedding dresses to go, you know, have your friends and all of that and be excited about it, do bridal shows. Um, that actually made me more um, empowered to want to be married one day, to look forward to those uh, type of events and situations. So I definitely see that as something I'm interested in, in the future. Okay. And uh, with this guy where, uh, uh, he was years ago thinking about marriage and you were not is he still open minded and he's like hey look yeah hey look let's get married or you know I know you say you're co-parenting uh, or has he moved on and just took marriage off the table no um, what has happened is we after that year breakup it was a situation uh, where he has gotten someone else pregnant um, when we were no longer together he was out of the house um, okay and for me at that particular time he 
told me there was a woman at his house and he was helping her get herself together or whatever. And I, of course, our, my kids would go over to his house because there is kids also. And he just was making me aware there was another woman there. But at the time, I didn't know anything about her. I didn't know that they were doing anything or anything of that nature. Uh, so I guess moving forward, he asked me, hey, she needs a job. Do you think you can give her some insights? She's homeless, her and her kids. She needs some help. I said, okay, that's fine. I didn't see anything wrong with that. So I was taking out the time to help her. And she was coming to my house, her and her kids and all of that. Um, again, me and him were still not together. Um, a couple months later, we started talking again and starting building our relationship. And then he finally leaves his place. He moves back in. The girl goes wherever she goes. But um, I was still helping her find a place and all of that to try to stay and, you know, think, find a job. But she wasn't taking none of my help. And I didn't know why. Until one day I got a call from him while I was at work and it was like, I got some bad news. You know, this woman is uh, pregnant. This woman is pregnant. Um, and I'm sorry that this is happening. And um, I cried. I was hurt. But it didn't just, it didn't stop me at that moment in time. We were still together. Um, but what I was upset about was that this woman continued to come to my house the whole time knowing she was pregnant um, and knowing that them two had did something and I didn't know. Now, I'm not stupid, but at the same sense, I just didn't know that they did anything um, at that particular time. And I felt disrespected. Um, so, of course, I was angry at that given time. But then, you know, he was like, we were going to try to figure this out, work it through, which we did. And then probably a couple months later, I ended up working things out with him. I didn't hold against him the fact that he had gotten someone pregnant because we weren't together. So I didn't hold that against him. And he has other kids, so it wasn't a problem for me. Um, I, I guess after that, things started to become a problem because he wouldn't put a boundary on her. Uh, the issue started becoming she needs to use my car. Um, she needs to go here and there. And this is while she was pregnant. And, you know, she needs this. She needs that. And I'm like, OK, you can't keep feeding to her knees. She got to start doing stuff for herself. And it just became a problem between us. He wasn't. Um, no, he wasn't paying attention to my feelings and emotions towards the situation. Um, and that was pretty much a difficult situation for me. So it was like, OK, I'm telling you how I feel and you're still saying I can't just. I can't just leave her. And I'm saying, I know you can't just leave her, but at the end of the day, it just needs to be only about the kid. Um, so a few months go by, the kid is born and still the same situation. Oh, she needs me for this. She needs this. She needs my car. She needs this. And he's still not recognized. And I'm like, look, you can't keep going for every little thing. If you, you know, if it's about the kid, let's be it about the kid. But however, fast forwarding through, I no longer was accepting the fact that he was not acknowledging my emotions. And I did advise him that at the end of the day, I was leaving the relationship. Uh, of course, he was not happy about it, but I told him I would not continue to be disrespected and not noticed. So a good thing came in. I ended up with a, a transfer to another state. 
for a job and I just left. I just up and left because um, I had called off the engagement, called off the wedding, gave the ring back and moved forward. And believe it or not, I mean, me and him get along now and him and her are staying in the same house, but he says they're not together. But he's still <laughs> trying to uh, be with me. <laughs> so, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, they're they're not a thing, of course. But um, as I told him, he's like, well, she's good to go now. Can me and you work on it? No, there's nothing for us to work on. We can't just be parents as of right now. So that's about where I stand, Gary. I moved forward, moved on, started another business and kept it going. Well, you, uh, you did the right thing. Uh, I admire you for uh, giving him an opportunity uh, to uh, make a decision uh, what he was going to do as far as uh, making up his mind uh, about uh, respecting your feelings and also treating you the way you felt like you should be treated. Uh, true enough, he made a mistake. Uh, well, I'm going to say made a mistake. Uh, he got this young lady pregnant when he really wasn't done with you, even though y'all weren't together, but he got her pregnant. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was still letting you know, some lady is over here and she got kids, she need help. So I got her over here. And then when the kids come and visit, well, the lady is there too. And it's not like, hey, look, I got this new woman and I'm going on with my life. It's like, I'm trying to help this lady out. But now you're helping out in more ways than uh, maybe you should. Yeah. And now you're <laughs> the child. And when you end up with that child, now it's like, hey, listen, you got some choices to make here. You know, yeah. uh, you got two children over here. You got a lady and you are engaged and she's allowing you to try to help this lady, you know. Uh, so it's like, hey, look, you got to come to the table and do something. And, uh, you know, he followed his heart and his heart was with her. You know, I mean, you can't, you know. Uh, have your cake and eat it too. So he followed his heart, hard with her, and they're still together, you know, with that child. So you did the right thing by moving on. And uh, I know you said you something about your uh, job had, uh, you had an opportunity to move to another state with your job. What kind of work do you do? Uh, I work in behavioral and mental health. So, um, hey. yeah, so I deal a lot with, you know, suicides, inpatient sites, detoxes for children and adults, and I also work with special needs. So it's been it's been quite a blessing for me over the years because I've been doing that for about 10 to 15 years. Well, you, you uh, sound like you're real passionate about that too. And it really helps when you're in an occupation and you're passionate about what you're doing. And, uh, you know, you're, you're helping, you know, those that have really need the help. Uh, mm -hmm. I had a son, I told you, I, I was married for 20 years with three children and uh, my son was the middle child. Uh, my son was autistic and, uh, you know, he, uh, you know, ended up dying in 2013. I'm sorry to hear but, uh, Yeah, yeah, it was tough. It was really tough. But uh, my son, uh, at age 27, uh, he couldn't talk to you and tell you, I'm hungry. He couldn't talk to you and say, I'm hurting. Uh, he couldn't, you know, uh, we couldn't potty train him. I mean, we had potty trained other children, but, you know, he was autistic. 
And so he was still wearing diapers at that time, you know, mm -hmm. uh, loved him to death, you know, loved him, you know. So uh, anyway, the thing of it is, you've got uh, people that's within your occupation that's doing a whole lot of good. And, and I love the fact that you uh, went ahead and moved on with your life because, you know, he wasn't like uh, going to come to the table correctly with you. And uh, he showed you in all his actions, you gave him more than one opportunity. And it's very few women that's going to go as far as that you've gone with him. And it's very few women that's going to let their children go over to a house where you got another woman and their children. Yeah. I mean, it happens. But, uh, you know, a lot of times that, you know, children to get mixed signals and you know you don't want to get them caught up in anything like that exactly. but uh, I admire you for taking the steps that you took uh, I hate it didn't work out for you so uh, uh, are you dating now? Actually I just put myself on the dating market <laughs> um, haven't went out yet just you know talking with people but I've been more focused on like trying to buy a house and uh, my career and just doing what I have to do for our, our kids because at the end of the day we still you know interact with their father we still um, we still co-parent the way that we do and when it comes to talking with other guys I, I have no problem with it it's just I'm not fully throwing myself out there I, I do have a wall up I'm not gonna lie Gary I do um, I have to be protecting because it's only been about um probably about a year or two years now. Well, uh, I understand that. And you should have your wall of defense up, uh, not just locking your heart down, but you should have a wall up. And uh, from what you've experienced and what you know uh, men will do and what they're capable of doing, you can look at certain little signs, you know, to uh, know kind of some of the things that, no, I don't want that. That might lead to this. And, uh, you know, not prejudging a guy, but, you know, it's like, like there's a saying, you know, you judge a tree by the way <laughs> it bears, you know. But uh, I, 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 uh, I, I like that, that you've been ready to go on with your life. And uh, I also like the fact, uh, and I wish more women would do this, uh, but some guys are not going to do the right thing anyway. But you've got uh, some women out there, if they can't get with a guy, be married to him, live with him, well, they have a child together or maybe have more than one child together. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm going to move. You're not going to be able to see your children. I'm going to move. You can't see your son anymore. Oh, no. And, you know, this, uh, this son is going to suffer behind that because now he doesn't have that male figure in his life. I mean, he might have a male figure that might come into his life later, but even having that male figure, that's not the same as your father. Exactly. And so with that, not only does uh, that child miss out from having the father, but what about the grandparents? And the grandparents is like, you know, I can't see my grandson. Or I can't see my granddaughter. Yeah. She didn't let you know where she lived. And so they're going through things emotionally also, especially like if uh, the grandparents don't have any more grandchildren. In some cases, you know, they have other grandchildren. But at the same time, when you've got grandparents like that, they've been waiting to share their love and to share their experiences and the things that they've learned in life 
they want to share that with that grandchild. So now that mother is playing games with the with the father and like, well, you can't see this child anymore. Yeah. You know, and it's like, wow, you're hurting that child. You are. You're hurting the child. So I really, I, I, I admire you for, for doing that. And I think it's a wonderful thing to do that. And, you know, with you not uh, uh, spreading salt, you know, on, on your uh, their father and everything, the kids, you know, they grow up and they're not like, uh, you're always saying bad things about my father and this, that, and the other. And some women, they're going to lie to their kids and tell them your father really don't want to see you and all of that. When the father's over there, he's like, if he could, he'd beat the door down so he could see his child. Exactly. But you know, some women, they're going to lie to these children and just mess them up. So I really admire you for that. Now, uh, as far as like uh, putting yourself out there on the market now, uh, and I know, like you say, you've got your wall up. Uh, is there a specific type of guy that you're looking for? Actually, I, I don't have a type right now. I'm kind of, I'm going outside of my comfort zone um, because now I think it's time for me to stop being the man so much in a relationship and be the woman and allow someone else to come in and um, like, I guess, show me things uh show what it's like to have someone just buy you flowers just because or just get a call or a text to say hey i was thinking about you so to have a type as of right now no i don't have a type it's just more of communication with me from that and that's the key that's real important uh and some women they may not want to look at it like you're interviewing a guy but you uh when you stop and think about it you almost have to interview a guy because you're going to ask him certain questions. And, you know, I don't know if you want a guy that's going to smoke cigarettes or if he like to drink too much or he like to smoke blunts, oh, yeah. you know, uh, things of that nature. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Uh, so none of uh, that. Then- <laughs> <laughs> no saggy pants, none of that stuff. That's yeah, that's not my type of thing. No. Yeah. So, so yes, I guess I do have a type and that that wouldn't be it. <laughs> you do. You, do. You, you you have certain things. It's like no, you know, like if you uh, no, you smoking cigarettes? Oh no, that's that's a deal breaker for me. I don't need a man that's smoking cigarettes or uh, oh, you using all that profanity and you know, oh, that's so disrespectful yeah. and this, that, and the other. You know, so uh, there are certain things that that you go through and you you figure I don't want this, I don't want that. You should always know what you don't exactly. Want. <laughs> you know what I mean? And. Uh, I tell people sometimes, you know, when you're you're, you're thirsty, you go to the oasis. Uh, and I know a lot of people don't go to clubs now and things of that nature. But, you know, you've got, you know, art museums and different places like that. And, you know, where would a man go uh, if it's a man that has some class and style about himself? If you're interested in a man that has class and style about himself, you know, well, where would these type of men go? And uh, so uh, that way, when you uh, start getting out dating guys, those sagging pants are not going to be there. Oh, we know. Because you know, <laughs> I don't do those areas. That, that, <laughs> that street mentality is not going to be there. And they're not interested in culture and like the, the art museum and things of that mm-hmm. nature. And uh, uh, it, it's unfortunate now, like there are certain concerts, let's say if it's a concert and uh, let's say uh, uh, there's a guy like, 
Tim, you know, he sings love songs and things of that nature. And, you know, you got guys that's going to go there. They're going to dress well and they're going to go there because they know, hey, man, these women, they, they like this guy. Or they like Keith Sweat or they like this yeah. guy, you know, so I want to go with women are, you know, and so they're going to go out there and they're going to have themselves together with the way they dress. They're going to have their heads together because they're looking for a woman that is looking for a man that's got something going on for himself. And I'm not talking about, you know, a certain type of job, like a lawyer, a doctor, exactly. you know, it could be a blue collar worker, you know, and if it's a guy that's going to bring some joy into your life and you're going to laugh with this guy and you can connect with this guy, you know, and y'all could be happy together. But uh, unfortunately, they don't have like a lot of concerts. Uh, I wanted to go see uh, Brian Cole. Oh, and, uh, you know, want- no. They can't do it now. Well, he was going to come to town, but no, he can't do it now. It's like, oh, man, you know. But uh, you've got different activities, uh, different places you could go, restaurants and things of that nature, and, uh, you know, meet different guys out there that are a certain caliber of guys. Uh, there are a lot of guys out here. Uh, they're looking for a woman that's not ghetto-fied, you know, and not trying to knock anybody. If that's your style, that's your style. But I mean, you know, if you're a ghetto girl and you want to show everything, you know, got all this cleavage, short, tight dress and all that, you know, some guys going to look for that. They might not want to marry yeah. him, but they might want to have fun with yeah. him. You know, it was a lady told me once before we were talking about, you know, different women. And uh, she was saying how that you've got certain women, they're categorized as low hanging fruit. Oh, wow. And those are the a guy might just have a little fun with but I don't want to take you home for you to meet yeah. my mother the marriage no no I don't want to marry you <laughs> <laughs> you know you you out there you know uh, uh, smoking uh, uh, black and mild c- cigarettes and all that you smoking black and milds and all that nah nah now we can have some fun but it can't go any further than that because we don't have a future exactly and I think that's that's really good because I'm like one who loves jazz music I have to have some smooth jazz in my life um, and that's my thing. Uh-huh. So if you, they have a blues club, any jazz club, I'm all for it. Um, and I guess the other thing is I'm the type of woman who, if I do see a guy that I'm interested in, I have no problem with asking you out on a date, you know? So that's just kind of my thing. Um, I know that sounds weird to some people. Some people may not like it, but that's, no, it I feel like you, you might only see them once at that time. You might not see them again. So whoever comes up to whoever first sometimes I don't wait I just go ahead and ask so I'm not afraid to express myself openly if I see something that I like or someone that I'm interested in I think that's a good thing I think it's a good thing it's not being overly aggressive and some might say it's too aggressive I don't think so it's not like walking up to a man and say hey look I hadn't had sex in a long time can you give me some (laughs) sex you know that's a little different but if you see a guy, you make eye contact with him or you see him in the store and you like the way he presents himself because it's all about yeah. presentation. He seems to be a well-groomed guy. If you get close enough to him to where, let's say you're in a checkout line or whatever, or you're walking over looking at certain things on the shelf in the store or, you know, and, uh, you know, you can smell his cologne. It's like, well, this man smells good. He looks like he's well-groomed. You know, he's dressed nice. You know, I like his mannerism. Yeah. Hi, you know, blah, blah, blah. 
Yeah. And so anyway, the thing of it is, when you do that and you uh, approach a guy, you speak, make eye contact or whatever. And then, you know, it's like, hey, look, you know, I, uh, I like your style. And if you're not married and if you're not in uh, a committed relationship, I'd like to get to know you. Here's my phone number. You know, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. A guy's not going to look down at you like, what? You know, and on top of all that, it might be a guy that's sitting back. Some guys are not assertive and aggressive. They may be sitting back. They like everything they see in you, but they're kind of like hesitant and they don't come up. And like you say, it's kind of like passing ships in the night. It's like the next time I see this guy in this store, I'm going to talk to him. There may not be a next time. May not be a next time. Uh, it was a guy told me something once before I never will forget it, and uh, it not only applies to uh, to to me, something. And uh, he says, uh, "A man that's ready all the time is ready at the right time." <laughs> <laughs> I like that saying. I like it. But I mean, it's it's something it's something that you keep in mind. I've seen some of these women in stores, and uh, you know, and some of them are younger than others. It looked like they just rolled out of the bed, put the house shoes on, and came to the store. You know, you got pajamas yeah. on, and it's like, you know, how many guys you think going to be interested in talking to you? Like, hey, I like your style. You look good. And I like that. Uh, can we go to dinner sometime? Maybe breakfast or have lunch together? It's like, how many guys going to approach you? And then if the guys approach him, you know, what kind of guys are going to approach you? You know, they're going to yeah. approach you and, you know, hey, let me put this blunt down so I can uh, put your phone number in my phone. You know, it's like that. <laughs> Uh, hey, pull my pants up real quick, you know, and like, what kind of guy's going to be approaching you like that? If a woman has herself together all the time, she don't have to worry about, uh, hey, I didn't have myself together. I sure would like to talk to that guy, but I'm not together like I want to be. Well, I mean, you orchestrate your days the way you want your days to be orchestrated. When you leave home, you can walk out of there and, you know, look like a million dollars. You got that magnetism about yourself. You walk in a certain way and, you know, it's like, wow. And a guy see you, he may approach you and he may not. But if it's kind of guy that you feel like you'd like to get to know, there's nothing wrong with you approaching him saying, I'd like to get to know you. Yeah, and I agree with that. Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes I am that one who comes out with just my gym clothes on or something, but not my night clothes. I don't believe in wearing house slippers out. But, um... If you're willing to see me, sometimes if I look at my worst in the store and you're still willing to say hello to me, I'll say, okay, you know, but um, yeah, I definitely do agree with having a way or presenting yourself in the right manner when you do step out of the house because you never know what's out there for you. So I definitely agree with that, Gary. It's all about presentation and you only have one time to make a first impression, but at the same time, Gym clothes are one thing, but uh, pajamas are something totally different. If you got oh, gym yeah. clothes on, what you're telling me is you you like taking care of yourself. You you might not be a health nut, but it seems like you might be health conscious. You're trying to take care of yourself. You might like eating a certain way, you know. So that's something that a man could be interested in, and he can read into that as being a good thing. It's not like. Oh, man, she got on gym clothes and, uh, you know, yeah. And uh, it, it all depends on your demeanor, you know, your 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 style, the way you walk in there, you know. And 
It's not like you got the weight of the world on your shoulders. Like, man, woe is me. You know, when you walk in there, like, you know you got it going on, even though you've got on gym clothes. That's the exactly. breaker. That could actually draw a man to you, especially if the gym clothes are fitting a certain way to show your curves. Oh, look at you, Gary. There you go. Got to show the curves. I'm not saying you have to. I say especially if they look a certain way. Because a woman can have to put on clothes that gym clothes that are tight fitting. They don't have to be skin tight. But if you got it going on and your clothes are kind of baggy and hanging off you a certain way, a guy can still see what's going on without you being over revealing. He can see something. That's true. Now you got him in mystery and it's like, man, she looked that good in those gym clothes. They're not even fitting tight. And man, I can see she holding. She got a little something there, man. I. I think I want to get to know this girl, man. You know, she turning me on the way she looks right now. <laughs> <laughs> that does happen sometimes. <laughs> well, hey, uh, you know, it's, it's about time for me to close this out. I really enjoyed the conversation. Uh, Same here. Thank you. is going to benefit from it. Uh, this show is all about being positive and uh, trying to uh, inspire, empower, and motivate uh, a person to be a better version of themselves. It may be someone that's been going through changes with a guy, uh, maybe experiencing some of the same things that you've experienced, or they have a child, you're co-parenting, and maybe they're going to second uh, uh, guess themselves in this area, that area. But a lot of times you would having conversations like this, it could help a person. And so I'm so glad that you took the time to uh, share uh, your story with me uh, and the world because it's about 11 different countries that's listening to us and not just the United States and uh, you know lifestyles and marriage and relationships it's all universal it's all universal mm-hmm. so I really appreciate that uh, you have any questions you'd like to ask me before we close this one out no Gary actually I appreciate your advice and um, everything that you've any feedback you've already given me so I'm happy that I can help someone and change some lives someday good wonderful thank you so much and uh i think with you and in your future relationship i think the best is yet to come 